Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Spinning the Reel. I am your host, Evan. And if you predicted that Cody would be your favorite host on STR this season, you'd be wrong. You'd be right. Year in a row. You'd be right. (laughs) You'd be right. That's right, guys. It's Cody. What's going on, STR family? How we doing? How you doing, Evan? And Cody, I'm going to remember to say the date this time. Today is uh, Thursday, February 3rd, as we record this. And the reason I'm going to remember is because the Oscar voting has stopped today. The nominations come out on Tuesday, so we're going to do a little prep for the uh, upcoming Oscar nominations. Uh, We're going to do some catch-up on some movies that we've seen but haven't talked about that uh, could find their way in there. What else are we going to do today, Cody? We're going to have a game. A game that I didn't even make up. Exactly. A I'm game going to make up. That Evan made up. A going game so to. Going random. to. Haven't yet. <laughs> so random that we're calling it Random Questions in the Moment Oscars Edition. That's right. So I came up with the name. You get to come up with the game. I'll come so- up with the questions in the moment. We'll see. Um, and then we're going to go from there. We're going to do our own predictions for the biggest categories of the Oscars. That's going to be Best Picture, Best Director, and the four acting categories. I could throw a screenplay at you, Cody, but I don't think we we need to do that. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) So otherwise, anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, Nope. I think we'll just, I'll throw whatever I can, and then hopefully it sticks. Oh, let's dive right in. All right, Cody. So being that the Oscars are coming up, that's obviously a big part of any movie podcast. It's been a part of this one for our entire uh, run, more or less the last couple of years, at least. You are not a big Oscars guy. Is that right? That would be correct. Yes. Why is that? We, we did this last year, too. And I kind of am curious if your opinion of the Oscars has changed a little bit. I think it's worse this year. I'll tell really? you why. I tell you why I think it's worse this year. Last year, I felt a little bit more interested, although it sucked because it was whatever. There was no host. It was at home or whatever Mm -hmm. kind of thing. What sucks this year for me and why I think I hate it even more is that I've seen less films available to me that are in the talk of being nominated. That cannot be true. I I think it is. I think I was like more clued in like and I'm talking like more offbeat. Like I think I'm good like for best picture and stuff, but Like when it comes to screenplay, even though we're not going to really talk about it too much, when it comes to maybe the animations, documentaries and stuff like that, like I saw more last year. Uh, At least that's just my I think you've seen all of the movies that are going to get into Best Picture or you will have seen them by the time the ceremony comes around. No, but like categories, I I think last year you were probably missing like two or three Best Picture nominees. And like, I don't know, man, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've seen less this year. That's just why I feel Doesn't like that I'm makes gonna... you excited though. It's like more stuff you can see, but I won't, I'm not going to go back <laughs> once it's over. It's over. I guess it's something, you, you know, I, you're right. Maybe if something wins that I haven't seen, I will then be obligated to be like, well, that one, let mm-hmm. me go see it. And then I'll be like, wow, that sucked the root. Why did that win? Which is another reason I hate the Oscars. Why don't I get a say in who wins? Okay. Yeah. They need critics. I... Picks. And even if they did, we wouldn't be those critics. <laughs> I demand to be able to vote 
so that I can say, all right, you know what? At least I attempted to vote and my movie didn't win. But yes, I just, I don't know. That's fair. We, I mean, we did do this last year. And I think the case that I always make for the Oscars is there are clear rewards when it comes to filmmaking. What are those? Um, What are those rewards? Well, I mean, the biggest one is uh, box office, right? Like more movies like the fucking Spider-Man movie are going to get made because that movie made a billion dollars or whatever, you know, that's one reward that exists in the film universe. And right now that reward, the reward of box office, the reward of money is exclusively in the realm of superheroes and all that. And that's great. People like those movies, keep making them fine, get people into the movie theaters but when you have these smaller, more independent movies, uh, something like Coda, for example, which I think we're going to talk about a little bit in uh, in our predictions, maybe that kind of movie. The only reason that that studios greenlight that or purchase movies like that out of film festivals is because they think that they can win at the Oscars. So it, it, it's kind of there's a money proposition and there's a prestige <laughs> proposition as well. And if that Oscar proposition, if the Oscar side of things doesn't exist, then I think that the incentives just drift further and further towards spending $200 million on superheroes and nothing on, you know, middle budget uh, dramas and stuff like that. Some of the stuff that populated the top of our list uh, last year. You just talked for like two minutes and I don't think that, I don't think anyone who doesn't watch the Oscars was like, yeah, that's a good reason to watch the Oscars, Evan. Well, I don't, I, I don't, th- I don't, I don't give a shit about that. Like if you should, I thought you were so trying many, to make well, your case. No, but I mean like so you're many trying people. trying to sell to me and all those people who love me as the favorite host, I, <laughs> why they should watch the Oscars. I'm not trying to sell you why you should watch the Oscars. Like if you don't care about watching the Oscars, whatever, but like the Oscars still matter in the sense that what wins attracts okay, attention into it like yeah like if you're not gonna watch the ceremony whatever but i think that they matter as like an institution uh because it allows for some of these smaller movies to get more attention than they would have otherwise and this is the same thing i said last year as well way to but, bring originality to the table for str season four Evan. i know right but you're you're sticking with your guns as well actually you're, you're digging in the heels I dug, are dug in. I dug in even more you know what? You're probably right. You're probably lucky that it doesn't come down to viewership or uh, fan votes because then you would be seething at the teeth. Spider-Man No Spider-Man, Way Home dude. probably would. That movie is <laughs> such garbage. I saw some some tweet and, you know, that's what people come here to hear about is tweets that uh, one of the hosts saw. But some guy was like, do you think that uh, Spider-Man could get in? It's the top reviewed movie of the year. And someone like posted a, a Metacritic score. So like aggregating all the critic scores. And um, it was like mediocre. He's like, oh, I wasn't using that. I was using Rotten Tomatoes, like fresh movie of the year. <laughs> Just ridiculous shit. I I will give you a little bit better of the doubt when you said that the Oscars matter, because I kind of, I guess, alluded to it is if something wins and I haven't seen it, I'm more mm-hmm. likely to go see it. And I think that's kind of for anyone, especially for Best Picture. You know, there's a lot of big movies. Not everyone, like, you know, just that as a normal moviegoer might get around to even those, you know, Best Picture movies. But when something wins, you know, it's just like, ooh, I want to get on that bandwagon. I want to see it. Sure. I want to be able to talk about it. You want to um, so you want to be in the discourse of it. Like, so so that's Nomadland cool. caused a whole stir last year. 
Yeah. And what I will say and still dig my teeth into or my feet down in and say, watching the Oscars is probably as painful as it gets like any other award show. What the Oscars is fun. If you're invested in the movies, like if, if you make your predictions, it's kind of like you're betting on a sporting event or whatever. Like, am I right about this? Am I right about that? That's, that's kind of the fun of it. But the broadcast isn't really all that interesting. Like the speeches are pretty tame. Uh, They don't really (laughs) even do clips anymore. It's just like, it's not very fun. I think the speeches are off the wall. just like crazy. Well, isn't that fun too then? If that's what you think, like to to hear people talking crazy. I don't want to talk about politics on this podcast. No, we do. (laughs) But they bring so much politics into their speeches. I'm just like, I think that's a big turnoff. We have a different uh, opinion about not not just like politics, but like, that people should be able to use the platform that they have, but that doesn't really matter. We can talk about that some other time. And we can honestly talk about reasons why the broadcast itself doesn't really work anymore. Ooh, do we get to predict the host? Is there a host this season? There is supposed to be a host. I've heard rumors about um, different options and stuff, but we don't know who the host is going to be yet. All right. This is my plea. Oscars. I predict that STR will host. Hell yeah. <laughs> the 2026 Oscars. Cody, don't ruin our deal. <laughs> <laughs> I just said 2026. <laughs> All right. That's three years from now. No one's going to remember that I said that. Still well, on. Moving past it, uh, let's talk about a few of these movies that didn't make the show, uh, either because we didn't have time or we didn't both see them in time. So let's just do real quick, maybe a little like five minutes on each movie or something, starting with a movie that I actually think is probably a lock for the uh, best picture race. Don't look up. <laughs> what do you think, Cody? What, what did oh you think about God, Don't Look Up? Dude. That might be one of the worst movies I've ever seen. That can't be true. <laughs> okay, it was. It's not 100% true, but it's just... I mean, it's not good, know. but it's not good. I mean, you have a good cast. I like the cast in that movie. You got uh, Jennifer Lawrence is back. Jennifer Lawrence is back. Got Jonah Hill in there, Meryl Streep and stuff. And like, so like casting wise, like I could see it. Like it's definitely a big star production, but I think Netflix falls trapped to uh, big stars and, and thinking that it's going to be something uh, that I don't think it turned out to be. I, I don't know. I, that, that movie's so off the wall, like, right? It's supposed to be funny. It's right. It's like a sat. It's a satire, right? It's a the entire movie. Barely a satire <laughs> of a meteor that's going to hit Earth. These two astrologists are like, yeah, this meteor's going to hit Earth in, in six months and we're all going to die. And everyone's just like jokes about it. Like it's never going to happen. And then it happens, obviously. Spoiler alert. Um, but <laughs> like, it's supposed to be a satire. It's supposed to be funny on, I guess, global warming. It was like part of it. And I don't know. Yeah, just- yeah. Climate change is the the and po- main again, thing po- i guess Co- covid is a thing government. too that that it's satirizing but mostly climate change and i don't think it it did not it didn't check any of those check boxes it didn't hit in any of that kind of stuff honestly the best part of the movie was the in credit in credits i true I, the, my favorite <laughs> joke in it honestly zach and i went and saw this movie at the theater in claremont and uh Everyone was just like dying of laughter throughout the movie, and we're just like, "No way, sucks." And then the one joke I, that, that got us that right, didn't go get anyone else in the theater was when uh, Mark Rylance's character, the tech guy, was like, "Oh, you're gonna get eaten by a Brontorock. We don't know what that is." <laughs> and that, no that one laughed one, at that. That one got me. Nobody else laughed at it. 
what kind of people are you watching this movie with? That that's that was the, the, the masses, funny. Cody. The masses. The masses. Um, yeah, the, yeah. I, I, this I'm movie with you. Sucks. I usually um, laugh at anything, and I this movie I did not laugh at much. Like I'm pretty easily. Did like, you like uh, Adam McKay's like early movies, like Anchorman and Step Brothers and Talladega those are, Nights? Those are more humorous. Like like I'm cool with you going off the wall, and I mm-hmm. expect that. Like then. As long as I'm anticipating that and it and it follows suit with that, like if that's the movie you're making, fine by you. It's not everyone's sense of humor, but you went for it. And like I don't know, like this one didn't feel like it ever went for it. Like it it felt for a satire, it like held back on what it could have been, uh, in my opinion, because I do think that those movies, Step Brothers, Anchorman, as off the wall stupid as they were, they were at least funny. Yeah, exactly. Nature. So this one is it's not. like this one's not, and I don't know what what reared him to like hold back or something yeah but it, it does okay feel like man it. like he means well and i appreciate that right like he wants to use his art form to be like socially conscious he wants to to make a difference through art and i think that's fantastic great man but like the movies you're making suck like they're so bad he did um what was that movie about the the financial crisis um big the big short, short the big short which it was the same kind of style. It's very like preaching at the audience, kind of like talking to them like they're idiots. And that, and that sort of works for like the financial industry because it's convoluted and complex and people may not understand what mortgage shorts are and, and uh, collateralized debt is and that kind of stuff. So I, I get why people like that, even if it didn't really work for me. But then he makes Vice, which had the audacity to say that Dick Cheney is bad. Yeah, we know that. He sucks. He started the Iraq war. He's a terrible person. We get it. And then he makes this one, which is like a satire in air quotes of uh, of climate change and COVID. And it's just not funny. It's not very effective. Like you can mean well and still make a bad movie. And that's what he did here. And I think the biggest issue that I have with this movie is He's saying, okay, climate change is an issue. Sure, that's great. There are institutional roadblocks keeping us from doing anything about it. He also got that, right? There's an incompetent president at the helm in this movie. There are um, tech oligarchs that are like stopping progress from happening. But then he's like blaming regular people for not caring as well. And it's just like, okay, your movie can't, the point of your movie can't be, one, there are all these roadblocks that keep us from doing anything. And also people don't care enough because you're contradicting yourself. You're saying, okay, if these people cared enough, we still wouldn't get anything done because of the institutional roadblocks. And it's just such a fucking shitty experience to watch this movie. And the discourse around it has been terrible, but it's pretty much a lock for best picture. So that's fun. Best picture nomination, not win guys. Best picture nomination. I don't think it will win, but yeah, it's uh I mean, don't, he, t- he don't tweeted look down out that if it does, it, uh, though. Don't oh, look down geez. if it does. Be like uh, Chris Evans' character. <laughs> look both up and down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else you want to add on Don't Look Up? No, I I, I already forgot it. I watched it, yeah. and I forgot about it. I unfortunately it. have seen it twice. Um, that's, that's sad. You just ranted, right. you ranted for three minutes. I didn't get to like rant everything. about it. Yeah. You did. You just ranted for three minutes about no, why like, you hated I did the it movie before. with all these things. <laughs> And now you watched it twice. I didn't Such watch a it. My roommate wanted to watch it and he put it on while I was working. But uh, <laughs> whatever. Whatever anyway, excuse okay. you got to make. 
let's shout out uh, being the Ricardos. We did a Twitter space on this. So if you go on Twitter at spinning the reel, you can see what we talked about. The audio quality on that is shit. We both didn't like the movie. Anything else you want to add? That was good. That was a, see, that was a great summary. That's right. That we were going with all this. Perfect. All right. Uh, licorice pizza. Another one. We don't have to get too in depth in because I think we all talked about it on the uh, top tens episode. Licorice pizza. Any thoughts? Licorice is good. If it's red, if it's black, get out of here. You're crazy. Oh, the movie, not licorice. Yes. Yeah. That's, Shoot. that's pizza one. is no. Okay. I can't go that route either. Um, talk about pinball. <laughs> Licorice Peach is just like, I don't know. It's like a vibe check kind of movie kind of thing. Um, you know, it was it what San Fernando Valley and stuff. You're just chilling. Some guys like, I'm going to fall in love with you. And she's like, no, you're not. And you get past the whole age thing. And it's just like, forget about it. And Are you sure you don't want to spend 20 minutes talking about the age gap discourse? No, I don't care about that. Okay. I think it's well, irrelevant. Right. I, th- I personally think it's irrelevant. It's just like, I think it's central to the movie, but like, it's not the point of the movie and people, I don't know. I, I think they, we, we we're ruining this. this if we, we've all put it in our top 10. We can't go we that did. route. We, we did. It's fine. It's a vibe. Let's check. talk it's about fun, another movie. movie. That's a vibe check. Belfast. Oh God. <laughs> good What's Lordy. the vibe there, Cody? Good Lord. Jesus. <laughs> I sat in that theater watching this movie. I'm like, preview wise like trailer wise like i'd seen the trailers and i was like you know what this looks pretty interesting like i'm gonna give this movie a chance it wasn't like right off the top of the bat like my cup of tea mm-hmm. uh, for movies that i'd be like super interested in but like it's still it caught my attention and then i saw the movie and i was like <laughs> what is happening in this movie and i was just bored out of my mind <laughs> and i i don't know it just it did not it didn't click for me, man. That was not my vibe check. What if we go to the Oscars and they can't <laughs> understand the way we talk? It's, um, it, it is boring. It is, um, I don't think, like, I think it was trying to be Roma, basically. And it, I didn't see Roma, so I couldn't even should compare see Roma, it. it rocks. Uh, it, and it's just not nearly as insightful. I, I, I think there's some decent performances in it, but it's just, middling it doesn't really have anything to say but that's the kind of thing that like the oscars love it's like a prestige black and white movie about like a director's uh upbringing and just i the thing that makes me mad is he goes to the movie theaters and becomes inspired to be a director and the fucking movie scene is chitty chitty bang bang and it's like not that there's anything wrong with chitty chitty bang bang but like that's how you discovered the magic of cinema Come on, man. Um, yeah, I didn't didn't really care for this movie. Didn't hate it. I think the, the, it's... the best moments actually were with the grandparents. Like, do like, yeah, like, yeah. Yes, I like I Jamie know. Dornan in the movie. Jamie Dornan had quite a year. Sure. See, this is like my point. This is like I don't <laughs> even know what to say. Like right now, it's just like I saw these movies. I guess last year there were better movies for me to want to talk about it. And better then this year, in the conversation. And now it's like we're talking about these movies that are going to be obviously it, they're right now in the conversation for being nominated. And it's just kind of disappointing because it's like maybe it's just me, but I feel like we're kind of on the same page for a lot of this. It's like these movies are like mediocre, right? They're just okay. Like that's what uh, we keep I saying. I don't know. I think. I mean, we'll get into what we think will get nominated, but I mean, we're looking, we're running off the variety list for what could get nominated. And if I just go through the top 15, I have one, Whoa, two, we gotta, three, 
I'm not. I'm not gonna read them off. Four, Four five, six, seven, eight, eight, five, six, seven movies. Seven of the top fifteen. So like basically half that are in my top twenty-five of the year. So I mean, like, I'm I'm not disappointed with some of the conversation, and we'll, I mean, we'll see what ends up happening. But to to kind of elaborate on that, this this year seems more wide open than any Oscar year since we've started doing this. Um, and we kind of know what the, the nominees are going to be. We have a general sense, but I, I really don't for the first time have a, a good sense of like what the number one or number two movies that could win are going to be. So with that, any other Belfast thoughts? No, laddie, I got nothing. That's more Scottish, but that's great. Um, the power wow. of the dog is another movie that is, I think, pretty much a lock. So, I mean, the ones we've all talked about today are pretty much all locks. Being the Ricardos, not so much. Um, power of the dog. That movie speaks volume to the movies you like. And I don't think I need to say any more for anyone <laughs> who knows Evan. Like, that is a Evan movie. Hell yeah. That is, is <laughs> I will say, out of the movies now that we've talked about, that is the movie without a doubt yes is an oscar pick movie it's just one of those that's like what you think of when you think of the oscars it it really is like it really is like that is the poster child movie for what you think (laughs) about when you think of the oscars more so i think than belfast i don't know what it is it's just it's a western movie it's cool benedict cumberbatch does his thing and uh you know you get what's his name jesse plemons involved a little bit here um and I mean, what if I, I told you that somebody from that movie is going to win an Oscar and it's not either of those two? Well, then it is what it is. <laughs> Who's going to win? Cody Smith McPhee, I think. The the boy? Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see. He's that. good. I didn't it. know his name. I, yeah. I, yeah, he is good. Um, I, Again, middle of the tier movie for me. I didn't hate it. I did not love it like you did. Um, so unbelievable if you just soak it's, into it's, it uh, yeah exactly layers on layers on layers on layers mm-hmm. and i'm and unfortunately and maybe this is did you see it in theaters i did but i that actually might... enjoyed it more re-watching it on netflix see and that's crazy because i vice versa man i watched i only watched it on netflix and because but, of I, the but depth... I don't think it was the way i watched it i think it was seeing it a second time i think it was knowing where the plot was going and not having to think about that just being able to like soak into the imagery of every shot. Sure. And to that nature, to the layers, the complexity that this movie entails. Um, sometimes when those Netflix movies come out, uh, obviously we're drawing our attention maybe to our phones or something, or just, I don't know. It's, it's different sitting in a theater being locked in and really focusing than me sitting at home. And, and that might just be again, me, but because of that, that movie did not again, did not hit me the way it hit you on all those levels with that mm-hmm. complexity. It's just like, I watched the movie. Like I said, I enjoyed the movie. I was it one of those things it. where you could watch it and say like, Oh, the craft of this is great, but it's just not really for me. Or was it more just like, I ah, think the whatever, craft was fine. good. No. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I would have to say the craft was actually good. It's just, it wasn't for me. And uh, a lot of that had to do with just being at home, having to watch it um, and not being able to appreciate that craft. I think the way I would have, just a little bit more had I seen it in theater. So, so all right, I'm going to throw one curveball at you. I don't think this is going to get into Best Picture, but I think it's going to get a few nominations. Um, it's a movie we've not talked about, I think, at all on this <sighs> podcast before, but a movie we saw yesterday. 
Flea. What did you think about <laughs> Flea? Flea was Flea is a good movie. Uh, yeah. Flea is a documentary. Give us a yeah. Give us a plot description. It's a documentary about well, Saudi Arabia. Is it Saudi Arabia? I want to. I don't want to Afghanistan. Afghanistan. My bad. I don't know why Saudi Arabia is on my mind. It's uh, <laughs> a weird thing to have on your mind, but sure. <laughs> Uh, it was about a, a gentleman from Afghanistan who obviously escaped the the treacheries of basically the civil war back in the nineties and stuff, and telling his That's story. Still going on, basically. Yeah, telling his story and how he and his family, what he had to do to get out, what his family had to do to get out, what they had to overcome, and basically all the all the troubles that came along with it. And it's pretty. It's a very touching story. Mm-hmm. Um, animation style wise, it's kind of the best way I can describe the animation, and you'll get into it a little bit more. I don't know why, but now that we talk about it, but like some of the animation kind of like, it's not cartoon saloon, but like, that's the best way. Like if someone hasn't seen yeah, it, it's kind of compare it. Yeah. It's, it's not exactly cartoon. It's saloon, not, but, but, but it is hand-drawn animation yeah. and it's, I don't want to say subtle. It's, it's kind of ambiguous the mm-hmm. way that they animate it. The, yeah. Uh, it's not smooth or anything. And, and it all feeds back into this idea that he's remembering something from his childhood and that the memories aren't super clear, but you have this like vivid picture of what happened without the details being as sharp as they are anymore. And then in moments it devolves into this like wash of colors and, and intensity in, in moments that get a little more harrowing on his journey um, to kind of represent the fear that he felt and the, uh, the emotion. It's, it's really pretty spectacular. The uh, it's like, it's clearly an artistic decision to go along with the story i I think that movie's fantastic yeah and the story i mean you kind of you said it best i feel like last night when we were just talking driving home it's just like there's nothing like hate about the story because it's just it's so like man that guy went through some shit kind of thing it's harsh and And engaging but he's such a likable guy yeah so and i'm a sucker for true story kind of stuff so you throw documentaries that can grab that interest that aren't done boringly to where you're <laughs> invested in the story which again because of the animation style it really does um it's a good movie so would it have made your top 10 you think <laughs> it would have been it would have been up there i don't like if i did a close, top, at least if i did yeah. a top 25 list like you did definitely in the top 25 but i don't know if it would crack my top 10 yeah i mean it was it was pretty close in mine and i mean i saw i think i'm up to 205 movies from last year and it was like 15 or something like that so Anyway, lots of good movies that we didn't get to talk about. Um, probably won't get to talk about again. But some of them have been written about on the... I did a review for uh, Don't Look Up. Didn't do one for Licorice Pizza. Didn't do one for Belfast. I did, didn't... No, okay. Just just Don't Look These Up. These are good movies, but I didn't yes. write about any of them, which proves anyway, my point. Go to the website is the point if you want to read about other movies that aren't the ones we talked about today. All right, Cody, I have a quiz for you. What are we calling it again? It's it's a quiz now. Well, it's random questions I mean, in the moment. It's random questions in the moment, Oscars edition. All right. Yes. So this is going to be revolving around Oscar nominations. I would have so never guessed it. I have the Wikipedia list pulled up of uh, past winners every year. Not past winners. It's every uh, year. 
the most uh, nominations? What film netted the most nominations? So first question, last year, do you remember what movie got the most nominations last year? Was it No Man Land? No. So I will tell you that in the history of the Oscars, um, let me see what what this thing says. Um, Only 58 of the 93 most nominated movies have won Best Picture. So a little more than half, but, but not all of them. Um, you want to take one more guess knowing that now that the most nominated movie doesn't necessarily win mm-hmm. uh... this movie only won two Oscars and not in any significant category in not a significant category yes holy moly have I seen the movie I shouldn't say that I shouldn't say not a, they're all significant but not in an above the line like not in an acting or screenplay or have I seen the you have. It was on Netflix. It was on Netflix. Was it Minari? That's your hint. No, Minari wasn't on Netflix. It was Mank. Mank was the movie. You should um, guess Mank. I'm actually going to ask you the year before that because it pisses me off. The <laughs> most nominated movie from, hint, hint, season one of... Uh, season one? Uh, season one of Spinning the Reel. The most nominated? It's probably... What, was, what, what came out? We talked year? about it in season one of... Uh, and then the Oscars was the next year, but the most nominated movie, it would piss me off. It would piss you off. Joker. Yes, sir. <laughs> I had to get that one right. That one suck. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to give you a comparative here. Um, Joker. Two, two movies. Do you think in five years from now, we're in like season seven, you'll ever revisit season one and then reevaluate your top 10 and be like, you know what? Joker, Joker was a lot closer than I thought. I might reevaluate it, but I won't reevaluate the um, Joker position on my list. Okay. Uh, let's pick two movies here that both led their uh, respective years in nominations. And we're going to talk about 2014 and 2016 which when movie I... had more oscar nominations cody la la land in 2016 or the grand budapest hotel in 2014 speaking of wes anderson <clears throat> i love la la land it's actually one of my very few five-star movies surprisingly Ooh. and because Ooh. of that because of that I will pick the Grand Budapest Hotel. You are incorrect. Dang it. <laughs> La La Land holds the record for the most <clears throat> nominations. In well, a I'm proud of that. Year. I thought you were trying to trick me and be like, you have to pick Wes With Anderson. With 14, do you know what other movie? It is one of the highest grossing movies of all time. <laughs> Actually, I'll even give you another hint. Avengers Endgame passed this movie to become the highest grossing movie of all time. What is the movie it's tied with for most nominations all time? This most nominations all time came out in 1996 oh man i was gonna pick lord of the rings i know that had a lot of nominations that is back in a the day. good pick that movie is but um, when you said the year it totally was like oh crap yeah so this was the highest grossing movie of all time for a very long time tied with uh, la la land with 14 nominations what is that movie cody the lead <laughs> actor in that movie might get nominated for best actor this year too this year mm-hmm. for best actor yep who's the best actor in a, in a movie we talked about earlier i'm giving you so many hints what is this movie 
Five. Dude, I don't, in 1996. Three. He's being nominated. Give me, is it he? Yes. Can you tell me the movie? Can you tell me the movie he's being nominated for this year? Then see if I can get the 1996. You movie. are incorrect. The movie is Titanic. Oh, come on. Yeah. Highest grossing movie of all time for a long time. I wouldn't you know DiCaprio. That movie came out in 96. I feel like that's yes. way older, dude. What? <laughs> anyway, I, that, that I'm was old Titanic. now, dude. I'm old. I thought like it was before my time. All right. I'm going to give you a specific year i'm gonna give you some movies that were that nominated. really got nominated the most though titanic oh, no. rocks dude okay. what are you talking about all right <laughs> let's let's settle down can here. we can we address the elephant in the room there was a fucking enough room on that fucking door for both of them to live so <laughs> just saying rose is a douchebag all right let's talk about the oscar year the 78th Academy Awards presented in 2006, Cody. I love how what? Evan goes back so far in time. Like, I already told him I, I know. I know now. you won't know. And now I have <laughs> to care 20 years ago. Interesting this... fact about this year apparently, all the best picture nominees also got best director nominees. So there you go. Uh, oh, which, cool. which movie uh-huh. had the most Oscar nominations at the 2006 Oscars? So that is the 2005 year in movies. Was it? I'm going to give you three options. Oh, thank God I get a choice. Was it Crash? Was it Brokeback Mountain? Was it Munich? Which is a Steven Spielberg movie. Fuck, you put that in there and it's just like it has to be Steven Spielberg. I don't even know what Crash is, to be honest with you. It won Best Picture. (laughs) Crashed it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) People were very do, mad about do, it. Do but... you see how I'm proving my point more and more? <laughs> the blue play this game. So we've got Crash. We've got Brokeback Mountain. We've got Munich. What was what the question? Picking? What was the question? What, what got the most nominations that year? Ah, Brokeback Mountain. Let's go. Hell yeah, dude. You're correct. <laughs> <laughs> all right. These are all... I'm just I'm just kind of riffing here. Uh, what had more... Well, what was Crash? I'm curious. I don't... I don't fucking... I haven't seen Crash. People hated it. Uh, so I didn't okay. watch it. Uh, what and that sums Oscar up the nominations? The King's Speech. Have you seen the King's Speech? No, but that had uh, Colin Firth in it. Okay, not who I was thinking of, but okay. Or Forrest Gump. What had more nominations? King's Speech or Forrest Gump? You're gonna put again. It's one of those trick questions. I love Forrest Gump. You don't like it, but uh, I'll go King's Speech. More nominations. <laughs> the correct answer is Forrest Gump <laughs> with 13 with nominations and the King's Speech. See, this um, is, and he didn't win Best Actor, did he? Uh, he did Tom. win Best Actor. Oh, wait, that was the yeah, one that he was did the win second for. year in a row that he won it. Um, Good for Tom Hanks. Do you want he another deserved. question? Or yeah, I do want another question. All right, this is I, need I need I'm to go off with the. I need to go done here bear. after this. All right, but do you see my point? Had more nominations. All right, actually, let's do it this way. Um. Let's pick I movies that had Evan. pick a number between. Uh, there we go. This wasn't one random question and and the so same question. No, but you keep asking the same question. All right, pick a number between four and fourteen. That's not a question. Pick a number between four and fourteen. Five. Oh God, you you've screwed yourself here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, among. <laughs> among nominees that have led their year 
in in nominations with five nominations in a given year. Okay, which after the Oscars expanded to more categories, yeah. uh, you know what this means that you are picking between movies in the first or second Oscar ceremony. <laughs> what what, what had more? What had more wins? Already Seventh Heaven or That's The a- Patriot. Seventh Heaven's a TV show. I Seventh Heaven ABC or The Family. Patriot. You what picked the, five. Uh, the Patriot. You're wrong. It's Seventh Heaven. I don't know what either of those movies are. I'm pretty sure. Right, pick a number above like seven. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go eleven. Eleven. Perfect. Okay. What? movie won more oscars with 11 nominations west side story the original west side story in 1961 or sure lord of the rings the return of the king oh lord of the rings 2003 lord of the rings you're correct but it's close the lord Lord of of the rings won 10 right Lord of the Rings was nominated 11 times. And it won 10? I think it won the, every the one. Third, yeah, and it won every one. It won all 11. But West Side Story was nominated 11 times and won 10 Oscars. So pretty close. Anyway, right, I'm, I'm done asking random questions. I finished with the bang. Evan, thank you for your random questions. You're welcome. You now have given me an idea for this for future season. quizzes. Yes. All right, Cody, we are going to close things out this week by doing our own predictions for uh, the Oscars, the Oscar nominations that are coming up. Uh, we'll work our way up to Best Picture. So why don't we start? Do you have, do you have, are you just going off the webpage? Yes. All right. Why don't we start? So I'll what webpage are we here. on? I think it's variety.com is what I want people to know. We're so using. They can like... All right. So let's start with um, Best Supporting Actor. Okay. Let's start there. You tell me your top five that you think are going to get, not your favorites, but what you think is going to get nominated. <sighs> that is going to get nominated? Yes. That will get nominated. Hmm. You should also write down so that way we can compare. All right. I'll write down. My you have a pen? Five. I have a pen. I'm writing. I don't. So I'm glad you're going to do it. I'm not writing yours. This <laughs> you have to write purpose. both. We're no, gonna we're gonna gloat about is, it next week. This, all right. Well, I'm gonna go and stick with what you said earlier. And because it's such an Oscar bait movie, I'm not gonna change it. It's number one on this list. I'll give it to Cody Smith McPhee. Sure. All right. Good shit. I have to pick five. Yeah, you have to pick five. Oh so you pick Cody Smith yeah. McPhee. That's one. All right. I have to like write these down as I talk. See, this is this is just this is going south fast, boys right, and girls. Come on, what else you got? What else you got? Um, I like like uh, what do I? I know I'm also gonna stick on the stupid Oscar bait nomination crap. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this name correctly, but Ciaran Hines from Belfast. Ciaran, uh, yeah, Ciaran Hines. Ciaran Hines. Sorry, Ciaran Hines for not pronouncing your name correctly. 
that is my B. And then uh, you're going Ben Affleck, the tender bar, right? No? I actually am. No? I'm going to do wait, it. Wait, really? I'm going to do it. I actually saw that. I was like, that, cool. that movie was cool enough. Ben Affleck's cool. I feel like there's potential there. I don't want to just go with the main treatment with this shows. I'm serious. I'm going Ben Affleck. I actually, Hell, sure. Hell yeah. I did not like the movie, but I did, <laughs> not a good like, movie. But I did like Ben Affleck. He's in said movie. Fine in it. Uh, but I just got to think, if it. he didn't get in for the uh, the way back, why would he get in for this? Again, shower beers. Sure uh, enough. <laughs> see, this one's weird because to me, Bradley Cooper for Licorice Pete, like he wasn't in it enough. Like, how can you like honestly give him the nomination for that? Um, so I'm also going to stick off the bean path. I think Jesse Plemons has just as good a chance for All right, the Dogs So Cody well. Smith McPhee, Siren Hines, Ben Affleck, jesse plemons that's your four so far you get one more yeah um and i will go with jk simmons because i like that guy more than anything how'd you like him in uh being the ricardos he was okay it was like one of those like one of those the best part of it i thought but yeah yeah all right my best actor or best supporting actor field uh is pretty similar to this variety list i'm making one alteration to it so i'm gonna go cody smith mcphee okay troy kotzer from coda Bradley Cooper from Licorice Pizza. I think that performance is just so overwhelming that it's just won so many people over. Ciaran Hines uh, from Belfast. I I don't care for the movie. I wouldn't be surprised if Belfast underperforms at the Oscar nominations based on what we're all thinking, but we, we will see. And then I'm going off the board a little bit for my fifth pick. I am going with Mike Feist from West Side Story. He plays Riff in West Side Story. I think that's good, and I think West Side Story is going to surprise a little bit at the Oscars. So those are my five. You got those? <laughs> Did you get them all? Yeah, I'm going to change one of mine. You're, okay, go ahead. I'm going to get rid of Jesse Plemons, and I am going to go with Woody Norman. Ew, wow, that is doing an interesting it. pick. Okay. You're doing it. Let's jump over to the actress side and talk about the best supporting actress. I had to get rid of the same movie twice because then it's counter it's counterintuitive to the list. They both can't win. Why would I why would I screw myself? I'm better off picking something random, which Woody is awesome. I I agree. All right. So I made you go first last time. I'll go first this time. Um, Straight. Okay, I think uh, Arianda DeBose the number one on the variety list here. Uh, I think, yeah, she's, she's getting in West side story. I think Kirsten Dunst is getting in for power of the dog. I think those two are pretty settled. Um, I think Anjanu Ellis has, you know, I haven't heard a lot of hype around uh, King Richard, but I I'm sticking with Anjanu Ellis. I think uh, she's going to be in there. This is where things get a little tougher. Um, Man, I see Jesse Buckley there at six on this list. And I wish uh, Ruth <laughs> Mega also would be wonderful. I did uh, not see that movie uh, for the record, The Lost Daughter, but I did see it's its good. trailer. It's very I, good. I, I do not doubt one bit that you would be. What? It's, it's on Netflix. <laughs> you need to you watch I need all to, the bad Netflix movies. Says the guy who literally watched fucking... Peyton Manning, or not Peyton Manning. Sean Payton. Sean Payton. Yes, I'm sorry. I have to pick, uh, what's his fucking name? Paul Blart for uh, for home team. 
<laughs> Kevin James. No, okay. So, uh, Kite, I can't pronounce her name. Kytriona Balfe for Belfast, I do think is going to get in. So again, I'm going four of five on, on their list. So we got Ariana DeBose, West Side Story, Kirsten Dunst, Power of the Dog, Kytriona Balfe for Belfast, Anjanu Ellis for King Richard. My fifth pick, I think if Troy Kotzer can get in, if I, if that's my opinion, I think Marley Matlin can get in as well. I think, uh, she has an Oscar before. She's well respected uh, by the Academy. I just watched an episode of Seinfeld she was on and she rocked. Marley Matlin, Coda, why not? Okay, I'll start off with Marley Matlin because I actually was looking at this list and I like Coda and I do think she was one of the the shining successes for why that movie succeeded so well. So mm-hmm. I, will, I will actually go with that. I agree with you on that one, actually. Um, I will also go with Kristen Dunst because again, Power of the Dog. I, I think you're right. It's going to be one of those ones that just it gets nominated for most categories, and I don't think that's going to change. Uh, unfortunately, I did not see Nightmare Alley yet, so I won't go with Kate Blanchett. Uh, she will not get nominated. I really don't think she will. Okay, well that's good because she's on that list, and I don't want to like ruin it. Uh, I bet somebody did. I bet I bet you about Encanto already, right? in the animated field winning. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make another bet, but I would be willing to bet that Kate Blanchett is not going to get a best uh, supporting actress nomination for that movie. Okay. Uh, you know what? Because you didn't go with it and now I'm going to bite you in the butt. I'll go with Jesse Buckley, even though I didn't see the Dude, movie. I love Jesse Buckley and I um, love her in that movie. I'm just going to go with it because you didn't. And I wanted to bite you in the butt and be like, Hey, <laughs> sucker. Uh, I'll go Judy Dench for Belfast. Woo, okay. All right. Bring in the heat. Just because. Just because. Just because I know that I didn't like it. And because... I will say the acting categories are wide open this year. So who knows? And uh, I will also go with Anjanou Ellis as my final pick. There you go. That's my All right. list. All right. We're going over to... to uh actor the actor category you get to go first this time okay let me pull up the list pull up the list you're kind of right this is like a weird year because it's like i go down the list and i'm just like i see the top five that are on this list and i'm just like okay but then i see like 20 and i'm like but okay like but yeah sure <laughs> like not only was got- that a good performance but it was also like very popular so okay i'm gonna do it i'm just gonna do it because i want to do it um Wow, this is actually a really tough field. But I will go with definitely a start Andrew Garfield, hands sure. down. That is going to be number one on my list. And uh, he better get it for Tick, Tick, Boom. Gosh dang it. Andrew Garfield makes my list. I, you know, I'm going to base boy. this off of my favorite movies this year. I see what's in the top. Yeah, you're, you're going a different tack now. Like I am that. going a different tack. I'm going a tack on movies that I like. So surprisingly... On the most shocking of shocking, uh, we're bringing we're bringing Joker talk back into this only for the sake of I will pick Joaquin Phoenix going all the way down to on. Two, uh, fourteen on this list. I do not care, Joaquin Phoenix, and come on, come on was good. And if I can pick Woody Norman as well, he's, I will. He's stick. all in on come on, come on. <laughs> I'm all in on come on, come on. Just so. wait for him to to pick it for a uh, best picture nom. <laughs> uh, and then I'd have to go. 
Uh, Cooper Hoffman, I'm going to keep that. I think he was definitely a, a shine for licorice pizza. Okay, so. so you're Andrew Garfield. You are Cooper Hoffman. You are Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. Uh, I will also just, I'm going to stick on that train with the power of the dog, Benedict Cumberbatch. So. Benedict Cumberbatch, okay. I'm not going to lose that. You know, honestly, one of my favorite Marvel movies is still Doctor Strange, new Doctor Strange this <laughs> year. You know, I feel like there's talk around. Are you saying that, that Benedict Cumberbatch is better as Doctor Strange than as. Uh, no, I already, I already, I already, I already, Burbank. I already had my hot take and that was what's his name in freaking after Yang. Yeah, that's insane. That's an insane take, but we don't no, need to read. You want to, you want to know an insane take right here? My fifth and final pick a movie that I don't think he's going to get any talk, but I'm going to pick him. Nicolas Cage in Pig. Let's go. So you're telling me you are leaving Will Smith off of your prediction. Now you're right. It's Luke Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick Will Smith. I like Will Smith. Okay. Well, I am not going with my favorite movies. I am predicting what is going to get nominated. <laughs> I will go Will Smith, King Richard. I think he's good in that movie and i think that movie is built to be his movie and and he pulls it off so great uh i think andrew garfield is gonna get in for tick tick boom i think actually those two are locks if uh if you're asking me i also have benedict cumberbatch in there for power of the dog and i do have denzel washington in there for the tragedy of Macbeth. so that is again four out of five for uh for the variety list here i would love it if uh, Hidetoshi uh, Nishijama got in for Drive My Car. I think that's maybe the best performance of the year. Or Simon Rex for uh, Red Rocket. I think those two are wonderful performances. So who are you picking? But I'm picking Leonardo DiCaprio for Don't Look Up because I think people are dumb and they're going to vote <laughs> for him to, uh, <laughs> to be a nominee. So there you go. <laughs> uh. You, I love it. I love that you just make a case on why I'm the favorite host. You know, I don't call people dumb. I don't. <laughs> well, do you think that uh, that Leo gave one of the best performances of the year I in think that movie? Will, I think it will. I think it will be dumb if he does get nominated. But okay, I'm not calling people dumb ah, like enough. you just did. You messed right. up, kid. We're going to the actress side now. Uh, oh boy. Um, I this think one's easy. This oh, one, this I got this. difficult I got because this. I think this is maybe the most wide open category of them all. I am starting with, I think Olivia Coleman is getting nominated for the lost daughter. I think the Academy loves Olivia Coleman for good reason. She fucking rocks. Um, and I think she's going to get nominated here. Lady Gaga. She's one for one so far. And I think she's about to be two for two for the house of Gucci. Um, some of the other ones, Penelope Cruz, I think is a long shot that they have in the predicted nominees category, but I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I think Penelope Cruz is incredible in the, in parallel mothers, but instead I'm going to pick Jessica Chastain for the eyes of Tammy Faye, because the Academy loves a transformation. Um, okay. I have two more, right? Yes. Nicole Kidman for being the Ricardos, because I feel like we can't have anything nice. Um, my wish, my wish for that last spot would be Renata Reinsfe 
for the worst person in the world, but it's just, it's not happening. Tessa Thompson's also great. There's so many good choices in here and you know who they're going to choose. They're not going to choose Kristen Stewart. They're going to choose Alana Heim for licorice pizza, who is also fantastic. And I'm excited for that for her. I don't know why I built up to that. Like it would be a disappointment. I should have done that with Nicole Kidman, but yeah, Alana Heim. So anyway, Kidman, Coleman, Gaga, Heim, Jessica Chastain. Those are my picks. What have you got, Cody? All right, I'm I'm sticking with my guns for basically one of my favorite movies years. <laughs> I can't believe it's not even the top five on this list. Kristen Stewart on my list. I there's just no momentum there. I hope she gets nominated. I'm it's one of the best it. performances of the year. It is. I and if it's nothing more than shouting around on this podcast yet again for that movie, I'll do it. And I'll take yep. the L in good in good in good spirits. Uh, I also agree with you that it seems kind of ridiculous, but Alana Heim, I, I really liked her. It's not I, ridiculous. She's fantastic. <laughs> I, I I built that up wrong. <laughs> so I, I I'll go there. Uh, I did not see the eyes of Tammy Faye, so I I don't want to pick Jessica Chastain like you did. She's fine in it, and she does a huge transformation, and that's why I think people like it. I got you. Um, for whatever reason, I agree with you too. I, uh, the hype from last year, the movie still, I think received okay. Um, and because of that, I think Lady Gaga also will probably end up just getting nominated for, uh, I will say that I don't think Lady Gaga deserves to be nominated or win for this movie, but she, but she will, should Lincoln have, nominated. she should have won, should have won the Oscar for a star is born. That's my hot take. Good hot take, buddy. Uh, I will then, I'm going to go down the list and I'm also going to go out of left field uh, for the West Side Story aspect of things. I'm going to go Rachel Zegler. I could see it. I really am. So I'm going to go with that for my fourth pick. Uh, And then to stick and keep on said Oscar train on what movies get freaking nominated and then people that get nominated with it. I will stick biopics. No, I'll pick Nicole Kidman. Okay. So you have, what was it? Kidman, Gaga, Stewart, uh, Haim and Zegler. Yes. Okay, great. All right. We have two more categories to go through. Cody Uh, director is going to be next. Pick your five directing nominees. This is going to be tough. Maybe. I don't know. All right. I'm going to start big. I'm going to go there. Uh, Dennis Villeneuve. 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 You know, Dune was just, it's too big. It's just too big of a movie. I don't think Mm -hmm. it sucked. It was actually very engaging and very entertaining. So I'll stick with that. Um, I will stick on the Ligurus Pizza Train. Paul Thomas Anderson will definitely be on my list. I think he deserves it. Sorry, as I write these down at the same time. Uh, Steven Spielberg, uh, West Side Story. Okay. No, that is that is Oscar bait if I've ever seen it. Um, then I'm going to go with... Ooh. You know, I haven't seen it yet, but I got to be honest, I've seen stuff by Guillermo del Toro, and I really like the stuff. He, and it's just personal preference for me. Okay. So I you're think, a big Shape of Water guy. 
Yeah, and he's done animated stuff too, like that's mm-hmm. been like shown and stuff. And I don't know, I, I, okay, his he's story not nominated telling, for Troll Hunters. He's not, but <laughs> I liked it. I don't know, like his because I he's like good at world building, I guess. More it's like I don't know, just that nature. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go with Guillermo del Toro for a pick as as a wild okay. card. I'm just doing it without second guessing it, uh, and then. Power the dog! I can't believe it. It's just Power the dog all the it's way. It's such through. a brilliantly directed movie. So, and I didn't even care for it. Damn all right, I mean, so you I had uh, Power of the Dog, Jane Campion, Denny Villeneuve for Dune, Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza, um, <laughs> Nightmare Alley, Guillermo del Toro, and what was your last one? Steven Spielberg. Oh, West Side Story. Steven Spielberg. Okay. Um, I hate to go just line for line for the variety picks but i think they're right um one thing i will note is that the oscars has a tendency to nominate one international director for um best director they've done it the last couple years they did it with thomas vinterberg last year i think bong joon ho obviously the year before um alfonso Cuaron got in for uh, roma the year before that um, so there, there usually is, that's where they kind of take a chance. And if they take a chance, I think it's going to be Ryosuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, um, which isn't really a hot take, but uh, that movie is so good. And if it gets in anywhere, it will be for Spielberg in West Side Story, I think. Again, not a hot take. I'm not picking it, though. Um, I'm picking Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, Denny Villeneuve for Dune, Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. I think that those are just such contenders that I, I just can't imagine them not being the five. So I'm picking the top five from, uh, from Variety. There you go. You did it. All right. I go, uh, I go first here for Best Picture, Cody. Yeah. Right? Are we going all 10? We're picking 10 movies, Cody. Oh, my lordy Jesus. What an exciting podcast this is. We just go through lists, guys. I uh, you know, right? But here, I'm going to give you, you know the what? Locks. To give people hope, to give them incentive, to plug our own social media. If you guys don't agree with any of this. Please yell at us. Just tweet at Evan. And just be like, you're right, wrong, Twitter too. boy. But call him Twitter boy. Great. I think that's pretty funny. I think just you should. I would appreciate that. Twitter I'm going to give you the locks, though, Cody. The movies that are definitely going to be in Best Picture. That is okay. Belfast. Okay. Do it. That is The Power of the Dog. Okay. That is West Side Story. That is Dune. That is Licorice Pizza. And that is Don't Look Up. So those six movies, I think, are firm locks to be in best picture other movies i think are going to get in the other four coda yeah um, which would be nice i feel like that would be nice and maybe a little bit surprising being the ricardos i think is going to get in king richard i think is also going to get in there i, I think you can't have that many acting uh nods and not get in and then my 10th movie is tick tick boom i think tick tick boom Want a lot of people over. I think it's going to be in there. As much as I'd like Drive My Car to be in there or even The Tragedy of Macbeth, uh, I, I think those are going to be the ones. I think those uh, those 10. See how painless that was? That was very quick. 
You know what's even quicker? I'm literally going to agree with the same 10 movies. You You're just, just picking my 10? <laughs> I am. I don't think there's any reason to change it. I like Dakota pick. That's a good choice. You don't, you don't even want to take a risk and put come on, come on in there somewhere? All right. I'll take one small risk because I've already nominated him twice. And you're right. It <laughs> is in there twice. I will take out. See, that's such a huge deal. Cause it's like, I don't look up. I already know has so much talk around it and being the Ricardos and they both suck. So I had to take one out. I'll take out <laughs> being the Ricardos and I'll put in, come on, come on. Okay. And then I have, I don't know if I teased it, but I, I promised this to the people some way in my heart. You have to give me your top five animated features will be nominated in that category because i'm the animation boy you're the animation boy you're the disney boy what do you got disney boy disney boy i heard encanto has like the number one soundtrack or whatever song absurd those songs (laughs) it really is absurd we don't talk about bruno (laughs) yeah for good reason you fucking idiot (laughs) all right (laughs) again there you go you just you dissed everyone that listens to the podcast i know oh my god all right give me your top five what do you got all right. Uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. Yes. Definitely going to be in there. Sure. Uh, I do believe that Raya and the Last Dragon will be Ooh, in there. Ooh, bold. I do. I do. It is one of my favorite movies of the year. So. I, it's good. It's very good. Uh, if I had to go with another one. Got to go with three more. So I know. You know what? I actually really, for animated movies... Sticking with the grain for what Variety has, I agree with. So I will. I have to say Encanto. Sure. I will say Flea that I just saw yesterday. Yep. For, it, that's a hard stretch for anime, but if they're going to nominate it. Is. It is. I think it's a lock, honestly. And then Disney boy, Disney boy, Luca. So you're going exactly with Variety. I am. I Swap am. out Raya for Belle. And that's my, that's my hot take. I didn't see Belle. That's, I guess, maybe the issue here. Is I didn't All right. see it. What is Bell? It's like Beauty and the Beast, but told in like the metaverse. It's it's annoying. It's annoying the metaverse. <laughs> but anyway, doesn't matter. All right, Oscar nominations. Sorry, sorry okay. to our sorry to our boy Zach. He really wanted Ron's Gone Wrong to be in there. He was hey, it's about. number seven on the variety list, so you never yeah. know. After he said it was two. on Disney, he said it was on Disney Plus. He went home that night Check and it watched it. All right, Oscar nominations come out Tuesday. We will be back next week to break them down. All right, Cody, that does it for this week's Spinning the Reel. Um, you can find my writing, which there hasn't been much of this week, uh, on uh, spinningthereel.com. But come Tuesday, I will be hard at work on a nominations um, post. Where else can people find us, Cody? Uh, I, too, have been hard at work at all the social media or thus lack of social media, but I will catch up. I've been busy. There's no excuse. Regardless, Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, Spinning the Reel, R-E-E-L. Again, all of that's on the website, like Evan said, when it comes to um, just his writing, where you can find us, all the good stuff. If you're listening, all I can say is I appreciate that you're listening and all those platforms that you can listen on. So 
It found us some shape or form, good or bad. Here we are. And as always, I say no more. Bye. Thank you.